Thanks, guys. Carlos, good to see you again. I hope you're well. Um, can we, as ever, start with your team news, please, for tomorrow? All the players are available. We complete one very good week for me because we had enough time to, to come work and to continue to develop the team. Now we have completed the last training and I, I understand that every player is available, but I have to select a team players to travel now. And uh, I suppose when we've spoken in the past, there's been injuries and COVID concerns. Just how satisfying is it knowing you've got everyone available and it's given you a bit of a selection headache? Yes, exactly. This is something very positive because when you need to make a decision, means that every player is available and have all our players available. Available is always a positive news for us. Uh, one player I'll focus on, the, the news coming out of the club this week is Lewis O'Brien signed a new deal. He's committed to the club until at least 2025. Just what's your reflections on that news, Carlos? I think it's a fantastic, fantastic news for the club because we know how important O'Brien is because he's showing that he's an important player. And like I always say, for me, he's an example of the project that we have as a club because we like that all our academy players one day can have an impact in the first team. And this is why in this club uh, from Lee Bromby, who is the sport director of the first team, but is very focused in the academy and even us as a first team staff too, that we want to develop the young players because we know how important they are going to be for this club. And for me, I have the ocean to be watching how O'Brien work every single day, how O'Brien compete every single time, because sometimes one player can play well or can play bad. But it's very difficult to find one game where O'Brien doesn't compete well. He can play better or he can play worse. But one thing is to how do you play. Another thing is how you compete. How you compete depends on you. How you play sometimes doesn't depend on you because depends on the opponent, depends on the save, depends on the structure, depends on your teammates. But how you compete, yes. And I think O'Brien is a perfect example of one academy player that is having a very good impact in the first team. Do you feel he's an academy player? He's still only 22. Do you see Lewis as a player who, in the future or even now, you can build your team around? I think he, uh, I don't have to give you my answer in words. I can give you this answer in facts. And from O'Brien arrived after the injury of the, of the last year, he was playing all the minutes after his injury. Then that's why he's proving that He's a player that is having impact right now. And for me, even before I arrived to Huddersfield, I remember that in the second lap of the previous year, he was having a, some very good games in the championship play in the middle. I remember with Chaloba and with Smith Row, and they were creating a very good of three midfielders. On Lewis's character, when we spoke to Phil Hodgkinson the other week, he said he was a constant professional throughout the summer. There was a little bit of transfer speculation. Do you echo that? And if so, what does that say about Lewis's character? I say that for me, always work with him is a pleasure because he's a very competitive player that every single time that he's in the pitch, he goes to the pitch with the right mentality. Can be training, can be friendly game, can be official game, can be any type of situation when O'Brien is in the pitch. He knows how to put his mind ready to head the team. Speaking about younger players and academy players, um, on Tuesday, Pep Guardiola suggested um, that younger players could benefit playing in League One and the Championship. What, what do you think of that as someone who's worked in the Championship for the last few years? I uh, agree exactly with the things that he was saying, but he was saying the things from the Premier League, uh, from the Premier League division, no. We're in the championship, and I always say that 
that's why I remember one time uh, Steve Chicken asked me about if as a club we have changed the, the our idea with the club. I said that no, because for me now we can give opportunities to the player that in our club we cannot give. So, for example, when they are in the academy level, never the same to play in our under 23, in our B team, under 19 or under, that they have sometimes just the cup competition. And the other part of the develop is with friendly games. But even if they will be playing in the cup competition, there is one limit in the academic level. And there is another level that sometimes is the first team of the club. So for some players to cover this gap is too much. And they need to be playing in the middle of the level and playing consistency in one competitive uh, environment. That why, for example, I am watching that Chris Lowe was one player that he was with us the last year. And for me, it was positive to have him ready to training and to make more individual work with him. But there is a moment that he needs to give one step and to start to put all these improvements in a real competition competition scenarios. So, for example, I'm watching that he's playing now all the minus in each two, performing really well in the team that he is there. At the same time, in the last weeks, Edmond Green is having the same, having a very good experience in the last two games. He has been in the first 11 in League One with Rotterdam. Matty Daly, for example, is in League Two, playing two. And from the club perspective, we are following all these players, even Phillips, who has some minutes the last year and now is in Walsall playing enough minutes in competition that is between our academy level and between our first level. What is the key to be following these players if they continue to develop to arrive to show the level that they need to come here, to come back here and continue making this impact in the club? And the perfect example was O'Brien. O'Brien is one player that now is in the championship. And he had one time where he was on in Bradford in League One, doing a good job. That's why the club uh, called him again. And do you feel that's something you would like to stick with, you know, sending those fringe players like Matty and, and the other players you mentioned out on loan to get that competitive experience at that level? I think it's, it's necessary. It's been necessary because some of them doesn't need, but some of them need Maybe because just no, sometimes it's because them, or sometimes because the player that is in his position is going to stop the develop that they could deserve. But I think as a club, we're doing the right decision in terms of which players keep working with us and which players have to go on loan. Um, going back to the Nottingham Forest game, Carlos, um, we saw Matty Pearson come off at half time, a change in shape. How did you feel that worked out? And has that changed any of your thought process going into the game with Swansea? I think it was a pity because immediately in the first action of the second half, uh, Nottingham Forest scored the goal from one mistake. And it's true that the, the mistake started with some players, but Turton was involved in this type of action, giving one ball to the opponent where they start to make the finishing after the second ball, after they finish, finishing, they win the second ball of the keeper and they was scoring the goal. So all our ideas changed a little bit more. And for me, the other day, in one game, we were playing two games. Until the second half, until they scored the second game, the game was more playing with more spaces in a highest position of the in the pitch. After they scored the second goal with the need of the point that they have, the game was playing very close to their goals, something that was creating, they were creating another context of the, of the game. But for me, in some moments of the game, in both scenarios, the team so good personality in some good moments. But of course, if we need to demand ourselves to go for the games, we need to have some improvement in these type of moments. How, how do you make sure your players and 
I think back to last season when when Huddersfield went through some bad moments, but if we look back at the Nottingham Forest game, I, I, after you lost to Stoke City, the side responded really well. Are you expecting a similar response? Our responsibility is to create this type of response because after one game that we don't get the result that we want, we need to be concentrated to perform in the level that we have to perform, knowing that the opponent play, knowing that the opponent is going to create problems, and knowing that, for example, Swansea game, for me, is going to be a total opposite type of game than the Nottingham Forest game. How has the mood been around the training ground this week, Carlos, after a defeat? Are the players ready to get back out there and, and put things right again, like, like they have done on several occasions this season already? Yes, of course. And this is like I told you, our responsibility. I think when you have one full week, you have time enough to, to move from different type of fields. The first part of the week is always more related with the last result that we achieve. So it's more painful part of the week where we are thinking more in the previous game, especially when we analyze the things that we did and the things that we could have done. But the second part of the week is more related with the opponent. And yeah, we need to clean our minds to be concentrated to compete in this opponent. And uh, last couple from me, your side did the double over Swansea last season, um, of course, winning down at the Liberty Stadium. Does that come into your mind at all preparing for this fixture? Does it add to any confidence or is that now in the past firmly for you? It's now totally, totally, totally in the past because the players are going to be different. The coach that we face is another coach. The style is totally different. The players that Swansea has now have changed a lot. And I expect one game totally different than the game that we were playing the, the last season. And lastly, what have you made to Swansea this season? You alluded to it there. They're, they're a different side this season. They are yet to win at home in the league. Does that help you confidence-wise or does it make the challenge even greater for you, knowing that they're looking for that first home win of the season? Yes, the challenge is even higher because I was watching the games that they have played and they could win some of these games. So, and for me, Nottingham Forest is a perfect example that we have only played eight games so far, no? Yeah games so we are in one moment that every every conclusion that we are doing now is very fast even we would like to make conclusion it's just very fast for me to make any type of conclusion the positive ones and the negative ones so i am watching one team that they didn't have the normal precision with their coach with the new coach because they have they start with steve cooper but after they change the, the coach and from the new coach arrive he arrived in one period of games in a row but it's true that the team is getting the new ideas, the team is performing better with the, the new player and now for me start to have in the level that they want to, to achieve. But this is about Swansea, but the key is of course about Huddersfield. And we are in one moment that is true that you can be affected by the defeat, but we need to have enough confidence and enough personality and belief in ourselves because we have so complicated scenarios that we can compete too. Thank you very much, Carlos. Best of luck for tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thanks, Louis. Stephen, we'll come straight to you, please. Hi, Carlos. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned you've got sort of your full squad back. Does that mean that, that Aaron Rowe is fit or is he still? No, sorry, um, because I, I same players. Yes, the same player that I have the previous week. Aaron Rowe is going to delay his recovery. The medical staff told me that he's going to be around three or four weeks more out of the team. He didn't train yet with the group, but his reaction to the progress of the work with the medical staff was not the reaction that they were expected to have with him. 
It's Ryan, Schofield, Ryan Schofield continue to be with the point of the back out of the team too. And we know that Pipa and Rhodes are more long-term injuries. Okay. How frustrating is it with injuries like Aaron Rowe? There, there seems to be um, a few injuries that end up going on longer than, than you anticipate. Is that just one of those things? Yes, it's one of the things that are a real pity because uh, we want to be working with all the players and we want to see all of them in the pitch and we know how important it is for the develop, even if they are not involved in the game, to be involved in the trainings. But Aaron Rowe uh, had one problem uh, from the pre-season. He couldn't work with the group. He couldn't play any of the friendly games. He had started with one pain, but when the pain was higher, they make the, the test, the different scanning. They were showing that he has one small fracture in the toe. So, in the toe. So that's why he's not with the team, but was long time ago, but his progress is not being the progress that we expecting. So sometimes we cannot frustrate, and we need to adapt and we need to continue going. And especially more than from my point of view, is from the point of view of the player, they need to know how to manage these type of moments. And, uh, Roland Warens, Danny Grant, how far are they away from your from making your squad? Rolando Arons, I can only talk about Rolando Arons because he's the player that is working with the first team. Danny Grant is one player that is working with the B team, but he still is making the right progression because as soon as we are watching the short term in Danny Grant, he is not going to be developed or adapt to the to the level that he needs. So for me, the picture have to be more big picture with him and they need to have one period of games or trainings that allow him to arrive to Christmas for me with the option to train me more regularly and to compete in another level. With Rolando is different because it's true that Rolando didn't make the precision because he had one problem in the knee that don't allow him to make the normal precision. But it's true that I have to be honest, in the last two years, the improvement of Rolando Arons, I start to see the Rolando Arons that I expect that the player that he is. Then every time now he's, he's training with the group, I need to make the decision to select the 18 players that can be involved of the 23 players that I have. Yeah, it, it's he could bring something something different, couldn't he? He didn't have a winger on the bench last week. He could be a good option to have. Yeah, but sometimes to have one winger, you need to leave one striker. Sometimes to have one other striker, you need to leave one central back. Sometimes to have one central back, you need to leave one midfielder. Then at the end, you don't have enough spaces, and this is the challenge in football that being honest, I would like that something that I don't understand well, but I would like that every coach could have 20 players, 20 players in the bench. Because for me, if we can, if the federation allow us to have this number of players in the squad, for me, we, we should have the option to don't have to guess how the game is going to be, just to use the player that we have. So with the cover for me, the last year, for example, we had the opportunity to go to the game with 20 players and use five players as a subs. I don't, I don't agree to have now the five subs because for me, we are in a different moment of the season. But as a coach, I would like to have the option to bring 20 players because now I need to guess one game. I need to support how the game is going to go. And after, like you say, maybe the game demands you for one winger, but like I think now, now we need one midfielder to be in the bench. I don't have the winger. So it's true that having the option to have all our squad, I would like to come travel with minimum 20 players. Then after made the decision, depend about what they can demand you. Not even depend about my expectations one day before the game.
That, that's all for me. Thanks, Carlos. Good luck tomorrow. Well Thanks, Stephen. Stuart, we'll come to you, please. Hi, Carlos. How are you doing? Estuara. Thank you. Very good. Good, good. Um, I, I just wanted to ask, um, we, we, we talked last week about how good the, the, the set pieces have been for the team. Obviously, the, the flip side of that is that you haven't had many goals from centre forward. What sort of things do you need to work on as a, as a group to improve that? Because I realise it's not an in, just an individual thing. As a group for me, is to know how to face all the different moments of the game. I think the game can demand you moments, and I can give you the sample moment when you need to attack in a slow block like the second half of the last week. Uh, or the game is going to be ready to break the press, like Swansea is going to create against us because it's a clear that it's a pressing team and it's going to be totally different. The game can demand you to be better in a low block against one team that is more directly, or the game can demand you to make a good high press against one team that, for example, can be Swansea because they try to play from the back. And the pressing, you can use the pressing as a one of these possibilities that the game is going to allow you to have. So for me, Always the improvement of the team has to be, from the collective point of view, about the understanding of the different moments, understanding and make this moment give the context to this moment. So is the pressing against lack of three, uh, line of three, like for example, can be Swansea, is pressing against line of two central backs, is pressing against uh, one team that used the keeper, like Swansea, is pressing against one team that never used the keeper. So for me, you can improve the game moments, plus the specific game moments that you're going to face in the different games. So for me, there is one part of understanding that allow you to come be, for me, more competitive team. And there is another part of, even if the game is collective, continue to be working the individual points that are going to have a better collective structure and better collective performances. So um, is, it, is it more important than perhaps those of us outside of the game appreciate that you have intelligent players who are able to work these things out on the pitch? I think it's key to have players that understand the game moments. Some of the players, they, they understand even if they don't give you the words. But for example, I talked the other day, like when Holmes arrived to the game without half any type of extra information from the bench, he arrived and understand how to solve the different moments of the, of the game. But it's important that we take conscious and sometimes the coaches, we have knowledge, no from our minds, from the players. Because when you analyze who is performing well, you can get conclusions from this situation. But after the coaches, for example, I have been suffering my life many times, the option to be competing against one team that is in a low block. And sometimes the fact that you are playing one, two times, three times and you suffer, you can arrive to conclusions that you can use in new situations. So for me, sometimes for me, it's important that the players understand the reasons in the back of the behaviors that we try to promote, that we try to, to show. Because for me, they understand it's easy that, that they after they can put in the in the pitch. But the knowledge of the player is different than the knowledge of the coach. We have more verbal and we can put more words to the things. And the players sometimes doesn't need to put the words, they need to put the behaviors and the facts. So, but always I understand that we can analyze the game with them to make them more involved in the situation that they are having to, because at the end they have to face these types of situations. We can be in the bench, but be coached doesn't mean to have one justice when you need to move the players. If the player doesn't understand the situation, it's going to be more difficult to solve well. 
So, I mean, you, you mentioned Dwayne Holmes there. Who were, the, who were the other players in your squad who really impressed you with that, that ability to, to, to solve problems on the pitch? I think always it depends about the problems that the team solve. For example, the other day that the team faced. The other day, against a low block with our space between the lines, for me, Hogan in the second half was doing a good, was, was doing the good passing for me to break the press or break the lines. And Holmes was making a good receiving between the lines and driving the ball without dribbling players. Because against the low block, for me, you need to drive in more than dribbling. If you can dribble in perfect, but if you cannot dribble, you need to drive before to pass the ball. Because, you know, you start to pass the ball many times and you just make easy the movement of the defenders. If you drive before to pass, you make more difficult the work of the defenders because you fix them in one position before you pass and find one space. When there is no space, you need to create a space. So I was watching that Hong was able to create the spaces in, in this type of context. After, I can analyze that for that depend about the game moment. For example, O'Brien was one player that against Blackpool playing away. He was very well making the high press from the left and using him to make counterattacks in the second half. Or against Sheffield United playing away, he was understanding very well the high press moment, the defenders, plus the counterattacks. So, depending on the context, some players are going to feel more comfortable in some type of games and more uncomfortable in another type of games. But we want that our players be comfortable in every type of game. Something that is a high challenge, but is what football demand. Because just one week after we play in the Nottingham Forest, we are going to face one Swansea that is just total opposite style. Even if both play with the same shape, you are going to watch two different types of teams. Of course, yeah. And... As, as, a, as a coach in the championship, I guess one of the most difficult things must be that you don't actually have much time to coach. Um, how enjoyable is it when you, when you have a week like this with no, with no game in between, when you're actually able to spend time on the pitch? It's, for me, it's necessary because the improvement is associated with the time for me to work the players. But it's true that... Uh, you need to have consistency these type of weeks. And in championship so far, we have one week. And for me right now, it's just in the international break. But if after if I don't come the international break weeks, it's the first time that I have one full week to, to prepare one game. So it's something that we need to have more consistency on this. And we need to adapt to the weeks where we have more games and to use very well in the best way that we can the weeks that we have days to come work and to continue to develop ideas of the team. But on a personal level, Carlos, what do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy weeks like this more or the three games um, three games in a week weeks? I think when you play many games in a row, uh, the level of stress of the games is too high. It's too high. And the level of the demand of one competition game, even if I don't move from the bench, is too high for ourselves because are making you need to make a lot of decisions and you need to make immediately another decision and you don't have enough time to 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 feel the previous game that you have played you need to move very fast to the next game so it's true that after a game after a period of games in a row the the international break is very necessary for our minds for our body and for everything so so even even though you're probably working as hard this week is it is it just a little bit of a mental break for you in terms of not having to make all those decisions. It's different because the decisions are more related with the training than just with the preparation of the game. You are going to have a little bit of both, but it's true that you have more days to be very focused in the in the week. Or for example, the Monday we were playing one game 
against our B team with the player that didn't have the opportunity to the same minutes, like could be Rolando Arons or Ruffles or Scott High, Turton, eh, Vallejo, Navisar that didn't play in the last game. So on Monday, for example, we have one opportunity that usually we don't have to give more game exposure to the players than they need. So for me, it has been a positive week. Thanks very much, Carlos. Good luck.